Before I do this, I want to let you guys know. Um, how many of you guys are athletes? Athletes. How many of you guys are, um, how many of you guys write? You write like you like to write, like you like to, okay. How many of you guys sing or, okay. How many musicians do we got? Okay, how many introverts are there? In, I'm in this room. In, introverts meaning like that you are non-relational. You're just you're you 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 get labeled shy sometimes. Okay, if you what if it, raise your hand if you are an extrovert, you are like you are all you bounce off the walls. You're like woo. Okay, all right. Listen, every one of you have been given a specific talent, a specific gift that God Himself gave you. Okay. The Word of God says that 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 you um, that that you are God's workmanship. Okay, meaning that He made you, He modeled you, almost as like of a uh, the word right there is I think it's poemo, I believe, and it means poem. A poem expresses somebody's heart, their mind, their 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 um, their emotion. Okay, so and uh, um, I want you guys to know, okay, that you guys are God's expressed. Design. He made you in his image, all right? So I'm going to do this for you, okay? All right, so anybody ever heard of a spoken word? Okay. You guys got to do this real fast. Snaps, snaps, snaps. Okay, you can stop. All right. No, no. Just kind of warm it up. All right. My Lord Christ Jesus died as my redeemer. Life comes through him, so now I'm walking out my freedom. Yes, I'm a believer, but no time for leisure. Wolfiness is prominent. My flesh, I got to seize up. Because all I want to do is live my life the way I want to. I want to live as safe and lead a life that is comfortable. Yes, I go to church. Man, I'll even sing a psalm of psalms to the Lord. Man, I'll even give out alms. But the hate and the rejection, disgracefulness and pressure is what I truly fear in this life for my reflection. I'm scared of being yelled upon, maybe even spit upon. But the sacrifice that Christ made makes me ponder on the value of my life that was spared upon the cross. Now I'm saved. Let's continue on. So I rise up and I lift my eyes up. Caught me like Elijah, warrior, arise up. Yes, I give my life up to the Lord, the righteous one. Yes, the king, the righteous son. Through the one, the righteous come. Now, who do you call the son? Is he the name you call upon? Have you truly made him king or is he just another one? Just another good man. In fact, even a great man. See, Christ was son of man, but ascended as the way for man. We got to put him first in line, like the girls at Columbine. Cassie and Rachel chose Christ to their death and I. And moved by their faith that they'd rather die and martyr their lives than to denounce God. But on the other page, I got to bring it to the stage. This generation is lost like a rat trapped in a maze. I got to make it plain and explain the pain that's been printed on my heart, man, like a stain. It's not about the prize, even about I. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ, El Shaddai. Man, that's the cry. It's either trust or die. The choice is yours. Choose quick. Thomas passing by. Make some noise for Jesus. You see that? That right there is what we call a spoken word. 
that is something that I learned that I was able to do. You know, I, you know, I, I grew up loving hip hop. I loved, I loved it. But I, I learned that I can use a gift, a talent, whatever it may be, to use that to glorify God. I can use it. And, you know, I wrote that when I was about 18 or 19 years old, okay? You see, um, every single one of you have been given a talent, a gift. You have been given a specific passion. I'm talking about whenever you are around the specific thing, you light up. Oh, man, when you get around football, oh, man, don't get me. Man, when you get around cooking, oh, man, you love to cook. Someone's like to eat if you like anything like me. But, man, when you get around that specific thing, man, when it comes to writing, oh, man, if you can just get a blank sheet of paper and you can just let your mind go, oh, man, that, that is just a day for you. Some of you, man, you are artists. Man, you, man, if you can get a blank canvas and you can have two hours, boy, man, you're going to town. And you light up when you talk about it, when you hear about it, when it's on TV, man, you want to listen to it. But God has given you specific passions. That is, God has given you that. He's placed that within you. And it's all because of the, of, of the other thing that he's given you, which is purpose. God creates nothing without purpose. And so we're starting a new series today. It's called We Are Young. How, um, how many of you guys have ever heard that song, We Are Young by Fun? Okay. We are young. We are young. It, it, it's, it, it's a song that kind of, uh, they're going to kind of, they're going to go ahead and play it. Um, you know, it's a song that kind of, I don't know. When I first heard this song, you can turn it up. When I first heard this song, I, there's a certain feeling that it gives you. Like you kind of feel like, like you can just do anything, you know, you're just like, woo, man, I'm young. I can go, man. I can conquer. I can do whatever I want. You know, man, you know, you know, let's go for it. You got, who's heard this song before? Okay. You know, it's a specific song, you know, it talks about, you know, the chorus, like, we are young. I'm so off, you know, set the world on fire. I'm so off, but it's okay. You know, something like that, but it's all good. Come on. I think, I think fire or brighter than the sun. Okay. Yeah. So we all know it. Okay. So this song, but there's a specific feeling that the song gives you. All right. I mean, you may, I mean, it, it may be for you, you know, it may not, but whenever you listen to this song, especially of a young person, it kind of makes you feel good to be young. You know, like you're like, you know what, man, people say that. You know, you got to wait till you get older. But, man, you know, I ain't got to wait till I'm older. You know, I can, I can have fun. I can take over the world. I can do what I want. It gives you that specific feeling. Am I right? Okay. You just kind of bring that down a little bit. But when you begin to really look into this song, if you look past the way that the song feels, if you look past, you know, just the, you know, just the funness of the song, if you look past the nice vibe and the nice beat to the song, you begin to kind of see what the song is really about. And as you really look close, and you look into the lyrics, and you pay attention, the song is really about regret. It's about a young man who has made some mistakes. And in that moment, he's there and he's faced with this mistake that he realized that he's made. He's screwed up and he knows it. He's, he, you know, there's, there's guilt and there's shame and he talks about it. And he's sitting there and he is just wishful, you know, just wishing and, and hoping that, you know, he wished that he can go back and fix what he's, you know, what he's done. 
but knowing that he can't, he's just in this moment, but it's not something that he's talking about. It's all in the back of his head. Okay? He doesn't cut off. He doesn't cut it off. But it's in the back of his head. Okay? It's not being said. It's just this thing that's right there. He, he, and he confronts somebody, and there's this boom, regret, and he just kind of goes through all in his mind. But then, at the, you know, but then the, I, I, as it gets closer to the chorus, he begins to say, but you know what? Listen, regardless of, you know, the way I feel right now, right now, I'm not going to worry about it because right now I'm going to have fun. I'm going to forget about what's in my, you, 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 you know, what's behind me. I'm going to forget about what's going on in my head. I'm going to forget it and act like none of this ever happened in this moment because in this moment, you can do anything, man. Let's just have fun. Let's party. Man, let's have a blast. Let's get out there and let's take the world, man, you know, and let's just forget about all of it. And that's the picture that's really being painted. And you see, um, I, I wanted to point out this song not because of just, you know, I was, I was listening to this song and I actually thought it was really cool. You know, like the, you know, just the beat and everything. And as I really began to pay attention to the song, I, I noticed that. Um, and this song is a great representation of what I, what I think of what the world really looks like. You see, as a Christian, how many of you know that whenever you were saved, when you gave your life to Jesus, there was a price that you had to pay? Anybody know what I'm talking about? And what I mean, what I mean by price, there were some things that you had to let go of. There are some things that you had to change that really, in all essence, you know, I mean, everybody else is doing it. You know, why can't you? But because of your love for God, you chose to make some changes. Whether it may be some, some friends that you had, you chose, you know what, man, man, hey, listen, you know, I still love you, you know, stuff like that. But I really can't hang out with you because, listen, you guys do things that, you know, I, I just don't do. I can't do those. I mean, I want to glorify God. Man, sometimes it may be the, you know, movies and music that you used to listen to. You know what, man? You know, you give that up because that music to you and those movies aren't glorifying God. But whatever it may be, there are things and there's prices that have to be paid when you come to Christ. Many people think that, you know, you know once you choose God, everything's done. You know, you know, you know, every, you, know the, you, you know, you can do whatever you want. Ask for forgiveness, boom, done. But a real commitment shows the fruit of change. Whenever you look at the world, sometimes the grass seems greener on the other side. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Sometimes when you look at other people, it looks like they're having so much fun. It seems like, man, they are having a blast. It seems like, you know, sometimes people get the the mentality that, you know, as a Christian, you have to be boring. You have to do lame things. You have to go to church and you can't do that stuff. But, and, and people paint this picture, which is not true. But when you look at the, you know, I've been there before. When you look at the other side and it seems like, man, you know, they're getting all the girls, you know, I mean, you know, like they're popular. People know them. You know, it just seems like, man, that is the life, man. I want that, man. How come I can't have that? And sometimes the grass seems greener on the other side. But let me tell you, you see this song, he talks about that in that moment, the chorus, you know, we're young, man, you know, and really they're not really young, but it's, he's talking about the moment. In that moment, you feel like you're young. You feel like you can do anything, that you can just take the world, that you can just do whatever you want, and you can just, you can be whoever you want to be. But the truth is that in those moments, yeah, they have those moments with their friends, you know, hanging out, you know, with a girlfriend or boyfriend or whatever it may be. And they experience all these things. And this is what we see. We see the funness. We see the popularity. We see all these different things. But the truth is, is that 
after all that dies and they go home, the song he says, he says, he says something like, you know, carry me home or something like that. Um, you know, uh, well, I'll say that later. Um, I, I think what he's, re- well, I don't want, okay, I'm going to shut that off. I'll, I'm going to keep talking. <laughs> but, you know, after they get home, once they get past all the party and all the funness, all those things, when they get home alone, regardless of how hard they try to block it out, the same issues, the same problems, and the same things that they went there with are still there. They're still lonely. They're still hurting. And you know what, man? They still are looking for more. But we don't see that part. We see, man, the person, you know, he's the, you know, he's the man. You know, he has all the girls hanging off him. He's like, yeah, hey, wash my shoes, you know. And then, and then you got the girl who's just like, you know, I know I'm good looking. I know it, you know. And, you know, and like you see these people, and it, it seems like they got it all together. But if you were to look inside their world, they're trying their hardest to keep it together because, man, they're so afraid that everything will fall apart. You see, the image that is being portrayed is that, is that, is that man, the world, man, you can have whatever you want. It is just fun. Man, it is great. But the truth is, is that at the end of the day, still, they're still hurting and they're looking for what we have. They want something real. They get tired of the same thing over and over again. And you see, this song portrays that in a great way, telling us that, man, you know what? I mean, at the end of the day, it's just a getaway. But, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it seems like they have it all. But at the end of the day, um, um, they are still dealing with the same issues that they had, you know, before. The world tells you that, man, you know what? You're young. You're young. Hey, listen, man, don't worry about getting serious now, okay? Wait till you're 30, 35 years old, okay? Once you get there and you have to be serious, wait till then. But now, man, man, come on, have a blast. Go out there, man. Get your friends, you know, go out there, get popular, you know, go to parties, waste your life, man. Just go, you know, man, man just give it all away. Just do it. I mean, I mean, you might as well get it out of your system. And that's the way that the world portrays as fun and as great and as awesome. But really, people's lives are being torn apart. People on the inside are still hurting. You see, man, as a young person, you do not have to waste your life. As a young person, you do not have to live and follow this 97%, be, uh, be like 97% of the world who follow culture. But you know what? Being young is more than just wasting your life. But it's about living it. It's about being a part of that 3% that creates culture, that says, you know what? I'm not going to be like everybody else. I'm not going to follow the crowd. No, I'm going to do what the Bible says. Man, you can be young and you can have it together. And what I mean by that is, man, you can do the right thing. Man, you can be young and man, you can serve God now. You can serve God at an early age. You can be young and you can fulfill God's purpose for your life. You see that spoken word right there, man, I wrote that whenever I was a teenager. And man, that opportunity, whenever I did that, I did it at a, you know, at a college. And, you know, um, you, you know, people's lives were somewhat changed by that. God touched them through that. But man, you would think, you know, oh man, you know, you know, wait till you get older. No, man, at, with the talents and the passion that you have, God wants to use you now. Let me tell you something. I remember, you know, my testimony isn't, you know, too crazy. I wasn't, you know, I didn't smoke drugs. I didn't go and do, you know, dumb stuff. You know, honestly, I was a decent kid. 
but I was lost. I didn't know Jesus. I had problems, you know, you, you know, like everybody else. But man, let me tell you something that when I went to summer camp, I went to summer camp whenever I, that night, whenever I went up into that room, I went up one man, but man, let me tell you something that night I walked out a totally different person. Man, God changed my life in that moment. Man, he marked my life. And that is something that I will never forget. And from that day forward, I lived my life to glorify God. Man, I, man, man, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do what the world does. Of course, sometimes you get those urges. But man, more than anything, I want God to be pleased with my life. And you know what? I believe the same about you guys. Man, you have the desire inside of you, man, to please God with your life. You want to you do something with your life. You don't want to waste it. You don't want to just, you know, be like everybody else, man. You want to be significant, but not for yourself. You want to do it for God. And you see, let me tell you something. Let me encourage you. You can do it now at an early age. People tell, you know, you know pe- people sometimes they'll say, you know, when you get older, you know, you'll be able to do something. You know, you know, when you get older, you can do something. Nah. Yeah, you, you know, you guys are the future, but listen, you guys are the now. I can, I can bet you that I can find at least 10 people in two minutes who would say, man, I would trade everything to be your age again. Why? Because, man, they made mistakes. They did things and say, man, you know what, man, if I was them, if I can start all over, man, I would serve God. Man, I would live for God now. I wouldn't wait. I wouldn't waste my life. It was pointless. People wish, they envy your age because they wish that they can go back and change everything. But you see, man, you can live for God now. And I'm not, I'm not proposing the idea that you're not, man. I, I, I'm not proposing. But what, what, I'm gonna do, what I'm saying is I'm encouraging you and saying that, listen, if you are, you are doing the right thing. And let me tell you something. Man, God blesses and he rewards people who live for him, people who, who, um, who seek after his heart, who seek after his will. God wants to bless you. Man, he wants to give you uh, or, or, or he wants to use you wherever you are. Let me give you a few examples, some biblical examples of, of young people who lived uh, to serve God at a young age. How many of y'all know Joseph in Genesis? Joseph, okay? Joseph was about 17 years old when he was sold into slavery. What that means is that at 17 years old, if you remember the story, even through the midst of his trials and everything, he still served God. He still loved God. And eventually that, that, uh, uh, that got him to the point to where he, um, to where he became uh, like an advisor or governor over Egypt. Okay? What about David? David was, was still a teenager. He was, uh, uh, some scholars say, between 15 and 17 years old when he defeated Goliath. What? 15 to 17 years old. That means that he could have been anywhere from 11 to 14 whenever Samuel anointed him as the next king. I'm talking about an 11, 12, 13-year-old. He was 15 to 17 years old when he got up and said, I mean, who is this guy, this, this big old ugly face, pump, you know, pimple-looking, big butt, talking, uh, you know, Philistine, talking about my God? He got offended because he was because he was talking about the living God. He said, no, I'm not going to take that. He stood up. He went. He knocked him out and cut his head off. Homeboy was real. For real. What about Esther? Esther, she was 14 years old when she became, she was about 14 years old when she became the queen of Persia. Okay? And she was used by God. 
she allowed herself to be used by God to spare her nation. I mean, I'm t- I mean, 14 years old. Daniel, but Daniel's my boy. All right, I love Daniel. I love reading Daniel. Daniel, he was about 19 years old. Okay, him and his friends, they were around 19, 17, 19 years old, whenever uh, they were captured by Babylon. That means that at that time is whenever they were making in their decision to say, you know what, man, I'm still going to serve God. Man, we know the stories. Man, man, they helped shape that culture into, um, um, into seeking God. I mean, man, he, it started all at a young age. And last but not least, Mary. Mary was said to be about 14 to 15 years old whenever she had Jesus. That means, now, uh, now, now listen, back in the day, it was normal for people, you know, for, for people like, oh, you know, uh, a teen mom, you know? No. <laughs> uh, it, man, it, it, was, it, it was common for women at a young age to get married. Um, but um, she, that means that at thir- you know, 12, 13, 14 years old is whenever uh, an angel came to her and told her, you are going to bear the son of God who was going to take away the sins of the world. I mean, come on, to a teenager. That can only tell me, especially with what God has done with my life, that, man, God is not only into choosing people who got all together who are 20, 30, 40 years old. He's looking for young people, man, who want to serve God, who want to please them with their life. God is into choosing people like you. He wants people just like you. That's what he's looking for. Let me tell you, man, you can be young and you can serve God now. Don't wait till you're older. Don't wait till then. No, man, that passion that you're trying to fight, don't fight it. Man, take that. Grab onto it. Man, you know, get into your word and see how you can please God. You know, I mean, it, it's, it, it, it is a good thing. Saying that you're too young is a lie. I'm telling you, that's a lie. Um, there's a there's a Christian hip hop artist that I love. His name is The Truth, and he puts um a, a certain lyric in his song, and he says the song is called Thirteen Thirty, saying that he says that you can serve God early, you can be thirteen going on thirty, meaning that man, you can be thirteen years old and have a faith like a thirty year old. Man, you don't have to wait. You can be thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen years old, reading your Bible leading other people, and showing them, man, who God is. Man, you can be that person. God wants to use you now. A lot of times, let me just put it like this. Honestly, I think that a lot of times that God may choose people. I'm not saying that this is the reason why. But I think that God a lot of times chooses young people because, man, you can do things that older people can't. You can go farther. You have more life and, 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 um, and passion and things inside of you. Of course, wisdom has its place. People are set into your place. People like me, Byron, Anna, Melinda, Pastor Ron, the people that are around you that are wanting to shape you, it's a good thing. Man, don't, don't put up walls to people who are trying to shape you, who are trying to help you, because you're going to get to a point and say, man, I should have listened to them. But listen, let me tell you, some of you, you're quiet. Don't let people tell you that you're shy and that you can't do something, okay? You're just quiet. God created you that way. Listen, some of you guys are a little hard around the edges. 
listen, God created you that way. Don't worry. Don't, you know, don't let people tell you that you're, that you know, that you're a jerk. No, listen, you know, hey, you're just not as soft as other people. It's okay. God has a place and a purpose for you. It doesn't matter how you are. It doesn't matter how you created, how different you are, how, uh, you know, whatever you do, no matter how weird or how awesome you think you are, God wants to use you right now. I'm going to give you three things to steer away from, okay? Three things to steer away from when it comes to this truth. Number one, do not let other people discredit you, okay? Don't let people tell you that you can't do something. Let me tell you something. Okay, she'll be okay with it. Um, it's about Melinda. But you see, Melinda, she went to school. Uh, she ended up going to school for, um, for social work, okay? You know, some of you guys know that. But, you know, growing up more than anything... She wanted to go to school, and she wanted to be a nurse. That was her passion. I don't know why, but it was her passion. She wanted to do that. She wants to help people. That's how she is. But people in life convinced her, hey, you know, you shouldn't do that. You know, I don't think that you'd be, you know, be that good. People literally, literally told her that, whether it was family or friends. Hey, you know, I wouldn't do that if I was you. You know, some people would even go as far as say, you know, you know it's not biblical, you know, you, you know, to give medicine to people, whatever. You know, all these different things. And it ended up influencing her. You know, she believed it, and she ended up, you know, not doing it. And it's a regret that she has. Now she's about to go back to school because I encouraged her to go back to school and do what she wants to do. And she's going to go back. But listen, you don't have to let people, if you have a certain thing that you want to do, pursue it. Go after it. Don't let people tell you that you can't do something. Now, listen. Parents will put limits on you. Listen to your parents, obviously. Man, your parents, I mean, you know, they're set in your life. Listen to your parents. But the passion that is inside of you, do not let people steal that away from you if you know that that's what you are, are called and, and that you want to do, okay? Don't let people discredit you. Don't let people even say that, man, you're too young. That, I mean, you're not good enough. Don't let people tell you that, all right? Number two, don't let your past discredit you. Many people think that, man, I can't live for God. Man, you don't know my life. Man, you don't know what I've done. You don't know my past. Man, you don't know what my home, man, man, you don't know what's going on. You know, you don't know the things that I've done. Man, you know what? I may not know, I may not know what you've done. But you know what? I know, man, that, that God can use anybody. Man, if God can use a man like Paul the Apostle to write two-thirds of the Old Testament who persecuted his church, man, he can use you. He was a criminal in God's eyes. If, people, if God can use somebody like me who is selfish like me, and still use me, you know, in a setting like this, man, how, man, God can use you. God is not concerned with your past when it comes to your future. God forgives you because of what his son did on that cross. God doesn't look at your past, neither should you. Do not count your, do, do not let your past discredit you. And then last thing, last but not least, is do not discredit yourself. Many times you may say, man, Listen, I don't know if I'm that good, you know. I mean, I don't know if, you know, if, if you knew my home life, yeah, you, know, it, you know, you may be kind of concerned. You know, God, I mean, I'm just not that type of person. I can't get up there and do these things. I can't go up there and, and tell, I mean, I, you know, God, I, it's just not me. That's not my thing. I don't, know, I don't know how you can use somebody like me. Don't discredit yourself. And first, first uh, well, before I tell you that scripture, um, uh, Byron, help me out. Uh, Gideon, uh, Judges 6. 6, right? And Judges 6, Gideon, 
a man named Gideon, God says, listen, I'm with you, mighty warrior. Called on a mighty warrior and says, listen, I want you to go and defeat the Midianites. They were, you know, they were an enemy. And he says, listen, I'm going to be with you. He was like, whoa, bro, God, do you know who I am? Do you know? Man, I'm the least. He, he, he begins to name off all the things about him that's not good enough. God says, I still chose you, and I'm still with you, and I want you to do this. You're going to go. And in his eyes, he can't do that. He can't defeat an army. And even on top of that, God cut down the odds to 300 people. His army was 300 towards like 10,000 or something like that. Something crazy like that. Still defeated the army. I don't even think that they had any casualties. But it was because God was with them. He said, listen, I'm with you. When God chooses you, when he says that, listen, I have given you purpose. I've given you destiny. Man, I, man, I am with you. Do not discredit yourself when God doesn't discredit you. So listen, guys, at the end of the day, what I'm saying is that this song says we are young. They're talking about it in a different way. I want you to know that, guys, you guys are young. And, man, you can serve God in an early age. We're going to continue this series for two more weeks, and we're going to talk about, man, you may say, man, I don't really know my purpose. I don't know my passions. Okay, you know what? We're going to, we're going to discover them. We're going, to, we're, going to get, we're going to push you in a place to where you are going to be able to find those things that God has placed inside you. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to discuss some other things. But listen, do not let people, your past, or yourself discredit what God calls good. People say, you know, when God says something is good, it is good. When God chooses something, it, it meant he has chosen it. God, God, God is looking at you, okay? He's looking at you. He wants you.